You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. And you're very welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan. I'm going to be with you for the next hour or so. Uh, if you have any questions, you can call 069 or you can text or WhatsApp 0871 and you can email myself, patrick102fm at gmail.com and I'll answer your question in the next show. Uh, and in the show, I look at all the latest in tech, see if there's any uh, news in the world of technology, any updates and things like that that might be interesting to people. And uh, I have some of the headlines today. Uh, uh, more tech job losses to come, says the Tornister. Uh, Tornister Leo Varadkar said that there are more job losses to come in the tech industry, but there are also opportunities in the sector and other parts of the economy. Mr. Varadkar was speaking at the opening of a conference in Dublin focusing on Ireland's technology sector. Uh, Digital Ireland Conference is hearing from speakers including the Taoiseach, Tornister and government ministers, as well as, exec- as executives from tech companies such as Meta, Amazon, Google and Microsoft. Uh, our conference comes at a very challenging time for the tech sector and I think it's fair to say that all our thoughts are with those who received bad news in recent weeks whether it is the loss of their jobs or the discontinuing uh, of their contracts I think that we all realise that there is more to come uh, Mr. Varadkar said so yeah this, this conference is going on yeah so a lot of uh, what, what does it say here actually firms such as Twitter Meta and Stripe have sparked concerns about uh, health in the technology sector but the government state agencies and industry bodies have insisted the tech companies based here remain committed to Ireland yeah so the companies are still running but they're, they're kind of uh, cleaning it up a bit I think they were probably overstaffed a lot of them and um uh, Elon Musk has came in and saw that Twitter was losing a lot of money and it wasn't sustainable so he decided to kind of streamline it a bit and uh, make sure that you know uh, it wasn't being overstaffed it wasn't being uh, it wasn't hemorrhaging money and and try to to sort things out and uh, the other companies have kind of seen what he was doing the same as the car companies saw what he was doing with the electric cars and they kind of they're following suit uh, with that as well and they're they're kind of using his strategy to kind of clean up their companies to stop them from um, from uh, try to, to bring them back into profit or bring them back into sustainability so we'll, it's yet to see if that will work or not but um, uh, that's the, the current way of uh, the, the way they're going anyway. Uh, other topics at this was the, that was being discussed was um, artificial intelligence and the future of immersive technologies and data regulation. Uh, so that conference was going on there. Uh, businesses in rural Ireland need to rethink the opportunities that digital hubs can bring, not just to them, but to their employees. Uh, the first ever National Hub Summit t- was taking place in Athlone today, and independent TD Dennis Nocton said that the hubs and the service that they provide can bring significant added value to the employers. Uh, let's see what he had to say. And it does provide an element of, an element of flexibility to employees so that they're not commuting long distances to work. And I believe that if it's designed properly, if there's proper engagement uh, with employers, it can be a win-win situation for employees, for employers, and for the local communities where these hubs are based. 
Yeah, that's true. And they are quite handy. You know, it's handy to have instant internet access and a nice meeting room set up and different things like that. These these uh, these hubs are handy. What would be handy actually too is actually um, kind of studios as well. A lot of people are into recording and doing podcasts or doing, uh, you know, people would have certain opinions on certain things and wanted to start up their own show. And, there, you know, there there's how many hundred podcasts added every day and people want to start up uh, doing recordings and things like that even for YouTube and things like, you know doing a show that's on YouTube or on podcasts or different things like that so I think um, even integrating a, a kind of a recording studio even a recording booth kind of thing into uh, some of the um, some of the uh, hubs or, or uh, as a separate entity would, might be a good idea as well uh, because there's a lot of people interested in doing that kind of thing nowadays And but uh, yeah the hubs are definitely very important and they're very uh, handy to kind of uh, give fast internet access to, to start up businesses and things like that and, and that could be very useful to them um, Foxconn uh, iPhone maker apologizes after huge protests at their plant in China. Uh, so Foxconn is the company in China that kind of makes the products for Apple. I don't know if they actually do, if it's just Apple or if they do more stuff or maybe it's just Apple. Oh no, there's just a supplier to Apple, so maybe they do other stuff as well. Apple supplier Foxconn, Foxconn has apologized for a technical error in its payment systems a day after its iPhone factory in China was rocked by angry protests. Uh, videos had showed hundreds of workers marching uh, at the world's biggest iPhone factory in the city of Zhengzhou uh, with complaints over COVID restrictions and claims of overdue pay. Those live streaming the protest said workers were beaten by police. Uh, one Foxconn worker told the BBC that the situation had since been resolved. Last month, rising COVID cases saw the factory locked down, uh, prompting some workers to break out and go home. Uh, the company then recruited new workers with the promise of generous bonuses. But one worker said these contracts were changed uh, so they could not get the subsidy promised, adding that they were quarantined without food. Um, on Thursday, Foxconn released a statement saying a technical error occurred during the onboarding process, adding that the pay of the new recruits was the same as agreed in the official recruitment posters. Uh, the firm said it was in constant communication with the affected employees about the pay and bonuses, and it was doing its best to actively solve the concerns and reasonable demands of employees. Uh, a worker was told uh, told the BBC on Thursday that he had since received 8,001, which is 1,120 euro uh, or dollars and was set to receive another 2,001. He added that there was no more protest and that he and his colleagues would return to the Foxconn factory. Uh, so they employ more than 200,000 people making Apple devices including the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max. So yeah, that's, that's a massive factory, a lot of people. Um, Amazon has already greenlit an FTX miniseries. So I have been trying to... Well, I haven't really. But I, I, I should try to get my head around this. But I, Sam Bankman-Fried was uh, an American guy. He was a founder, a co-founder of FTX, um, which was a crypto company that people invested in. And then he invested the, the money on their behalf. Um, 
he was who was ousted from the crypto exchange after leading it to bankruptcy and now he's like in the Bahamas or something and they're saying that there's lots of money missing and that he was getting away with it for a long time and uh, they, somebody played a clip from like a year ago from a financial um, radio station or financial uh, news uh TV station talking about him and said the whole thing looks dodgy and that, that it's a it's a scam but after that he was still ongoing and they said that because he was making political donations I think he was the second biggest um, political donator to the Democratic Party in America outside of uh, George Soros or something like that um, and that he was also kind of giving donations to news media and things like that that were kind of a I wouldn't say covering up for him but they were they were uh they weren't uh, calling out some of the the stuff that other people were talking about and that it was allowed to go on longer and longer and that he was kind of a there was money going missing and things like that uh, from the that's what's alleged anyway uh, in in some of the different reports that are coming out now uh, and they're making a TV show about it, <laughs> looks like Amazon. Uh, though the real-world impacts of FTX's spectacular crash have yet to fully settle, Amazon is reportedly moving forward with a mini-series about the bankrupt crypto exchange and its infamous former CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, Anthony and Joe Russo's AGBO production company is attached to produce the show, and the brothers are reportedly considering coming on uh, to direct multiple mini uh, multiple episodes. Uh, Variety reports that Amazon has tapped Invasion co-creator Dave Wheel and an executive um, to executive produce and currently unnamed its uh, episode series that details how Bankman Fried co-founded FTX and went on to lead the company into a liquid uh, liquidity crisis that ultimately resulted in his being ousted. While no showrunners or casting announcements have been made yet, Amazon is said to be eyeing a number of actors that the Russos worked with during their stint directing Marvel blockbusters like uh, Avengers Infinity War. So there could be some of those actors playing the, the show. So, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but I, I still don't know the full the full story of that. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been it's definitely been a big controversy in the tech world for the last couple of weeks. Uh, six people have been arrested and searches carried out in homes in Dublin, Mead and Loud as part of a global takedown of the spoofing website. So I talked a bit about this on the news. Uh, it's estimated that victims have lost more than 115 million euro globally through iSpoof. Uh, the, vict- the website in question, iSpoof.com, allows fraudsters to impersonate trusted corporations and contacts uh, to access sensitive information and vic- from victims. Uh, so, yeah, I know these things were going on. You know, I know, I know like uh, there was these ones that send you an email pretending to be a bank, pretending to be something else, and that you could... Um, they tried to get you to click on and or ring a phone number and then they'd get information off of you. But I didn't know there was an actual website to help them to do that, you know, to, that could supply them with with the, the, the what they needed to set up to be to be a spoof and to be, to be a company to, to trick people in. So it's good that they've closed that down because that if there is a, a if there was a kind of a hub like that that could provide um provide fraudulent uh, websites to to different fraudsters to allow them to be different people or different companies uh, it could do a lot of damage all right so that's definitely a, a good thing that that's been um, 
shut down um, I, ja- Jaguar Land Rover to add 85 tech staff to its Irish operation software engineers cyber security staff and other tech specialists are being sought after by Jaguar Land Rover in Ireland uh, the car manufacturer Jaguar Land Rover is recruiting 85 people in Ireland with a particular focus on digital and tech skills uh, the company's confirmed that its Irish workers uh, uh, in its sites is part of its plan to recruit 800 people across the world uh, other locations uh, it is recruiting in are the UK, India, China and Hungary. Uh, the Irish jobs are in areas such as autonomous driving, uh, software engineering, cyber security and dev spec ops. Uh, John Cormican, general manager of the vehicle engineering at Jaguar Land Rover site in Shannon County Clare said on LinkedIn that the car maker plans to host a technology day in Dublin in the coming days to showcase its tech. So I didn't even know they were they had a, a place in, in a Shannon County Clare so that's a, that's a new one on me. Uh, the event will see the company engage with people who are interested in learning more about the tech aspect of its car manufacturing business. Uh, Carmican is hoping that people who are interested in working in tech in Ireland come along to the showcase. This includes people who were recently laid off by uh, other firms such as Meta and Twitter. Uh, so they're hoping to get some of the people that were working for Twitter and stuff and, and uh, Facebook Meta uh, to, to work for them. So fair play to them. That's very good. So the next one is a crazy story. I was reading this last night and <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But it's uh, we had a story recently, if you remember, about BMW that they were uh, their heated seats. They were putting it behind the paywall that you had to pay like a monthly or annual fee to be allowed to use your heated seats that were already built into your car. So Mercedes are taking it another step further now. Their new EV innovation is a paywall on your car's performance so that you could have a car that say has 500 horsepower something like that uh, but you're only allowed to use 300 horsepower that the other 200 is locked behind the paywall and if you want to use the full power that your car has you have to add another 1200 quid a year or something like that for faster acceleration and more torque which is ridiculous Uh, uh, Tesla isn't the only car brand asking you to pay extra to unlock your car's existing capabilities so yeah Tesla were doing it for the autonomous driving that if you want to buy that um that you could add that on it was I don't know was it over 4,000 or something uh, to buy it I don't know could you just buy it outright or you have to pay for it ongoing because they're doing constant updates and things like that uh, but still though you know it's, it's, it is it's a crazy one alright but yeah, I suppose they, they were trying to justify it but when you have an actual piece of hardware that's being throttled that's being held back by using a payment for that it is a bit it's going another step further you know rather then you know we can we all have computers and you buy a new piece of software you know you buy uh, in my case something for editing audio or something like that you buy a new photo editor software or something like that and you pay for it which is fair enough uh, so and that would be similar with autonomous driving you know it doesn't come with the car you buy the software and they can send you the software um, but when you actually have if I bought a new um, CPU for my computer or bought a new, uh, you know, graphics card that had the capability of doing, you know, 8 gig of RAM, but they only allowed me 4 gig of RAM, I had to pay more for the other 4 gig of RAM, then that that's that's a different story altogether. It's it's like it's all, it's throttling the actual item you bought rather than you just actually buy a new product, a new piece of software that Tesla were doing. So. 
Uh, it definitely is taking it to a different level. Um, so the the Mercedes has introduced a twelve hundred per year acceleration increase subscription that improves the performance of an EQE uh, and EQS in their standard sedan and SUV variants. Pay the annual fee and your zero to sixty time will improve by zero point eight to one second, thanks to a higher peak motor output and increased torque. Uh, Mercedes is quick to explain that this is strictly a software change. In other words, you're paying to get performance your car would already could already handle, while you're still getting more value than BMW's eighteen dollars per month heated seats. Yeah, I was talking about that earlier. Uh, it's an odd move that these cars are already expensive and have speedier models that only require a one-time outlay. Um, Why buy an EQS 450 with an acceleration add-on when you can buy an EQS 580, which will be faster and include more creature comforts in the bargain? Uh, The German automaker isn't the first to to charge extra for added performance. Tesla has long asked customers to shell out for its advanced driver assists uh, for a while. It's also charged uh, entry Model S buyers a premium to unlock battery capacity. Well, see, that's it there now. Again, that's, you know... I can understand Tesla doing the uh, adding on extra stuff that you you want to you know you have a car but you 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 want to add on the autonomous driving so you pay extra for that that's fair enough but if your battery has capacity and that and range anxiety is a big thing of why people don't buy electric cars so you think you'd give them as much you're carrying the weight of all that battery around so why would you charge extra to unlock the capacity you know you should give the maximum capacity of the battery because it's it's using you know energy in its own weight so if you know you just give them a lighter battery with less capacity and you know maybe a cell add-on batteries if you want to add capacity or something like that but holding back the capacity means you still have the weight of the battery without the, the capacity which is a complete um you know environmentally it's bad as well because you still have to buy the electricity from somewhere to charge it up and you're carrying it around when it's not working to its full capacity so that's that's almost worse than what Mercedes are doing by holding the power back uh, if you're more inclined towards motorcycles Zero asks nearly $1800 to maximise the power of the 2022 SR uh, so a motorcycle is doing the same thing so a lot of these companies are doing these paywall stuff uh, the difference, of course, is that those are still one-off purchases where Mercedes wants you to keep paying. Oh, so that's another thing, actually, yeah. It goes on and on. Uh, the business strategy is clear. With the tech world's general shift towards subscription services, Mercedes is hoping for a steady stream of revenue from customers who might otherwise spend uh, little beyond the initial purchase. Acceleration increase is decidedly... Of course, they, another thing, too, is there's a lot less servicing, you know, bringing it in for an oil change and different things like that uh, won't be going on as often with uh, full electric cars, so... This is how they get their ongoing money. Instead of you come in for your service, you're you're paying your subscription. So they don't even have to service it. They, you just give them the money to use what's already in the car. So it's a bit it's a bit crazy. Uh, Lego, Barbies and puzzles are among the gifts parents uh, think will stand the test of time. A survey by Gumtree also found that board games, footballs and the Rubik's Cube are popular choices for classic toys. It also suggests more than half of children aged between 6 and 12 uh, won't mind if their Christmas present was second hand. 
Yeah, I suppose. Um, as long as it's in good condition or whatever. I've I've often bought secondhand stuff myself. Uh, if the, if the, if it was too. Um, expensive new or something like that or something that wasn't being made anymore as long as it's working good it doesn't matter you know um but yeah collectibles yeah lego barbies and puzzles yeah th- things that you think will stand the test of time that's true yeah lego is always a uh, <coughs> just thrown in a big box somewhere and mixed up and there could be 10 different legos together and then you can just create your own creation out of them and they last for years and they get dirty and i've seen them washed in the sink with hot water and so and soap and uh, uh and dried and reused again used again so the legos do go on for years and years uh puzzles are good until a piece goes missing or something like that it's happened um, a friend of mine had a huge puzzle and they did, uh, never didn't think they ever lost the piece but got to the very end and there was one missing and they, they never completed it <laughs> and it was a it was a quite a difficult one with a lot of pieces in it it was huge and uh uh, in the end, there was one piece missing, and they they never got it. They were thinking to just get a piece of cardboard and try to draw, paint in the the missing piece, because uh, they wanted to frame it or do something like that. But uh, I don't know what happened to it after that. If they just broke it up again and didn't bother uh, after the the piece was missing, uh, but yeah, that can happen from time to time. Uh, new number plate tech to detect uninsured drivers. Uh, so Gardi have warned that advances in technology have made it easier for them to detect people who are driving without insurance. They say automatic number plate recognition technology is now available on a mobile device for Gardi uh, that is a game changer in terms of catching people who are committing a variety of, ro- of road traffic violations. Insurance Ireland says 174,000 drivers were uninsured last year, up 15% since 2018, and that those without insurance are making policy prices higher. Um, the automatic number plate recognition technology has been used or is in use by Gardaí for the last 12 years. The technology allows Gardaí to read every vehicle registration plate that passes them at a rate of six vehicles every second. It can detect cars travelling up to 180 kilometres an hour and it tells Gardaí that insurance companies Uh, what insurance company a person is with and what insurer they previously had and if their tax and NCT is valid and other details such as if the vehicle was stolen. Uh, Up to to 18 months ago, this technology was only available in Gardaí vehicles, but recently advances in technology mean Gardaí can now search this driver data on their mobile phones. That capability combined with a database of uh, 2.8 million driver insurance records that have been compiled and is updated daily by insurance companies means it is now easier to detect uh, who uh, of those are driving without insurance. So, yeah, that's new technology for the Gardaí. IBEX says demand for tech talent in Ireland is still high despite recent redundancies. Uh, The employer group will tell the doll today that Ireland is still a technology powerhouse uh, with a need to hire staff. Yeah, we saw the likes of... uh Land Rover Jaguar there said that they're still hiring people and they're looking for the, some of the people that were left Twitter and things like that and Facebook. Uh, there will be a high demand for tech talent in the country despite the deeply upsetting redundancies announced in the sector in recent weeks. Um, representatives from the main employers group IBEC will appear before a doll committee to say that Ireland remains a technology powerhouse at the heart of the industry in Europe but we cannot afford to be complacent. Uh, IBEC submission will uh, continue 
find that there is a particular demand for staff from Irish-owned tech companies who have found it challenging to hire at pace in the last two years. Una Fitzpatrick, director of IBEX Technology Ireland, will tell the Joint Committee on Enterprise Trade and Employment that a global shutdown in the sector was forecast. While the news regarding redundancies in a small number of companies is disappointing and deeply upsetting for the individuals impacted, there remains a high demand for tech talent in the country, in particular in our indigenous tech companies who found it challenging to hire at pace over the last two years, the submission will say. Miss Fitzpatrick will say the sector uh, employees employs more than 270,000 people and has grown by 30% in the last two years. Official figures show its employees have the highest average earnings in the country, receiving $8.5 billion in wages in 2019. Around 63% of the workforce has a third level qualification or higher. Uh, so that's good. I hope the the tech industry keeps going and keeps supporting the company. There, there's another story here about the Sam. Um, Binkman Freed running FTX as his own personal fiefdom um, he, uh, the firm collapsed after being run as a personal fiefdom of Sam Binkman Freed US bankrupt court was, has heard so this might give a bit more detail of what was actually happening the former FTX boss led the firm once valued at 32 billion dollars but lacked basic money controls a lawyer leading the bankruptcy proceeding said the true state of FTX's finances is only now being understood he also claimed that Mr. Bankman-Fried's team spent roughly $300 million on holiday homes and property for senior staff. Only now do we realise that the emperor had no clothes, attorney James Bromley said, describing the situation as one of the most abrupt and difficult collapses in the history of corporate America. FTX was a cryptocurrency exchange allowing people to buy Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies in exchange for traditional money. Many customers used their FTX digital wallets like bank accounts, expecting their funds to be safe. Uh, Judge John T. Dorsey uh, was given a detailed history of FTX and how it grew rapidly, moving countries multiple times in its seven-year lifespan. Uh, The court was shown a a timeline of how it became the second largest cryptocurrency exchange before collapsing in just eight days uh, since details about the company's lack of financial stability were leaked online. Mr. Bankman-Fried resigned and the firm filed for bankruptcy protection seeking the court oversight as it attempted to resolve its debts. More than one million investors had cryptocurrency stored on the FTX exchange and are owed money which they may never get back. Company records show FTX customers were based in 27 separate countries, with uh, the Cayman Islands, Virgin Islands, Great Britain and China having the highest uh, proportion of users. Um, So, yeah, that's crazy. That whole story, uh, we have a look at some of the short tech stories around the place, uh, some of the top tech. So there's a new folding phone. Honor have a new folding phone on the market. These companies are still continuing with the folding phones. They're, they're, uh, Samsung are, are, I suppose, leading the charge there with with uh, two different variations. So it'll be interesting to see um, how Honor's one comes out, uh, if it'll be a little bit cheaper than the than the Samsung ones. Uh, Google Messages has started letting some users react with any emojis. Uh, we may soon get options beside thumbs up, heart eyes, laughing, shock crying <laughs> and anger. Uh, so they're, they're adding on some more. Elon Musk says SBF doesn't have a stake in Twitter. So there was a news article saying, so this is Sam Binkman-Fried that we were just talking about earlier. Um, 
he, uh, some there was reports that he was he had invested in Twitter and things like that. But uh, Elon Musk said that he had none. Did he asked about it or he asked about it before? And Elon Musk said he could change his he could change his stocks to Twitter if he wanted, uh, but he didn't. So he doesn't have any uh, shares in Twitter. An alleged crypto scam involving a bank called Poly. P-O-L-Y-B-I-U-S, Polybus, is uh, headed to court. Two people have been arrested in connection to Hashflare. They're accused of defrauding investors to the tune of half a billion dollars. Another Apple union has been cancelled. The International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers Union has withdrawn its petition to hold a union election at an Apple store in St. Louis. Uh, it says the decision is due to Apple's anti-union practices and increased hostility towards workers. Uh, the accusation is similar, according to Bloomberg, that is. Uh, the accusation is similar to the one of the uh, from the Communications Workers of America Union, which called uh, off its own Apple Store uh, election earlier this year. Both CWA and IAM have successfully unionized their Apple stores. Uh, Elon Musk proposes letting nearly every Twitter band back on site. He's running another poll, and we all know how the last one went. So he ran a poll there last week uh, asking if people wanted Donald Trump back on, and they voted... I don't know by what percentage, maybe 54 to, f- to 46 or something like that, um, to let him back on. So he's been allowed back on, but he's not using it. Uh, he let a number of other accounts that were banned back on again. And he's, you know, he said that the, the same rules that are going to apply for everybody going forward and that he will be banning again if, if the people he unbanned break the rules again he'll ban them again but he's going to use the same rules for everybody and he's not going to have political bias and things like that um, OnePlus Nord N300 5G uh, fast charging isn't enough uh, this is what it says on The Verge the OnePlus N300 is a new phone that's out coming with 33 watt wired charging and a very budget friendly price tag uh, which they say is not enough uh, to make up for a less than enjoyable experience. Uh, 33 watt nowadays is, you know, in, in a lot of those phones, they're going up to, is it they're up to 200 watts of charging? It's crazy. I think I saw a review on a video there a week or two ago about a new phone with 200 watt charging, which was like under 10 minutes fully charged. I think it was a 5,000 or 4,500 milliamp hour battery charged in under 10 minutes, nine minutes, something crazy. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special turns Christmas into lore. It's a goofy Christmas uh, caper, but the special also feels like a prologue to the next Guardians movie. So they're going to have a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I didn't know about that, so that'll be interesting. Uh, New York pauses permits for the most polluting crypto mining. Uh, Governor Cathy Hochul signed a two-year monitorium on certain kinds of crypto mining after fears Bitcoin would bolster coal and gas-fired power in the state. Uh, so they're trying to slow down the, the certain types of mining that are very heavy in electricity. Uh, Netflix is hiring for a brand new AAA PC game. Uh, the unannounced title sounds like something very different from the company's current efforts in mobile gaming. 
so that'll be interesting to see will it will they try to go on consoles where you can play them through consoles through the Netflix app or something I don't know would it be allowed to even do that I don't know uh, Mercedes locks cars you know, so you talked about that um, the credit card size continuity camera mount is clever and affordable the elephant card supports your iPhone uh, for use as a full featured Mac webcam it costs less than $10 and folds up flat to easily fit in a pocket or wallet that's very interesting the elephant card uh, camera mount yeah I've seen actually recently is um uh, and I hadn't used any of them, but I, it looks very interesting. Is a lot of people using their phones uh, for doing uh, web as kind of webcams and things like that, or for doing video recording with cameras and stuff. That you can get like a second screen that's rechargeable that you can kind of clip onto the back of the stand that your phone is in. So you use the main back camera as the camera facing you and the the you so you can monitor what's happening say if you're videoing yourself uh you can have that second screen and uh, it also allows you to attach microphones and things like that so uh very clever devices they're they're coming out with nowadays uh this cube can control your smart home uh Aquara's new Cube controller works with Apple Home and Amazon Alexa with Matter support coming soon. So it's a cube that can control multiple different uh, devices. Uh, Hands-on with Honor's new Magic versus uh, Magic versus VS or Magic VS foldable. It's first releasing outside of China. Its second foldable will bring some much-needed competition in Europe. So yeah, that'll be the newest one. So it'll be interesting to see how that one comes out. Uh, violent protests break out at Foxconn. We talked a bit about that. Kia's rebranding has left many people wondering who KN is. A tale of rebrands, search engine optimization, and the difficulty of trying to figure out what car you're looking at. So Kia is trying to rebrand as KN. So <laughs> that'll be interesting. Is there like some biscuits or something called N? Or is that BN? <laughs> I think that's BN. Um, so I actually have another article open about that Honor Magic. So let's see. It says Honor is a former Huawei sub-brand, but they're they're running on their own now, and they're actually planning to release uh, it outside of China. It uses a, f- a similar design to the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold devices, pairing a large 7.9-inch internal folding display with a smaller 6.45-inch cover display uh, to use while the device is folded shut. The Honor Magic VS will be our first foldable flagship to debut in international markets and we are confident that it will deliver huge advancements transforming how people all around the world use their smartphones said Honor CEO George Sow uh, international pricing and detailed release information is yet to be announced. Also, they don't have all the details on it. Uh, but the China, but in China, the device will start starts around a thousand and forty eight dollars uh, for the lowest spec model uh, with eight gig of RAM and two fifty six of internal storage, uh, and it will ship on the November the thirtieth. Honor says it's expected a global release early this year. The reviewer on The Verge said that they, they tried it out. Uh, since the phone isn't running the final software, though, the honor requested they do not test any of the software features, including the multi-window modes, app extender, or camera. As the ongoing problem with foldables is that the Ambro- Android tablet um, support is weak. 
And it remains to be seen if the Honours phone will be the first international foldable that's going to be able to fix it. Um, what I am able to talk about is how the Magic v- VS feels uh, to hold in hand and how foldable the screen uh, hinge performs. Honor is claiming that its folding mechanism is more sturdy this time around and is rated now to withstand 400,000 folds, double that of the original Magic V. That results in a lifespan of up to 10 years if you un- unfold and fold it 10 times a day. Granted, I've only managed to fold and unfold it a few dozen times in my limited time with the device, but so far the mechanism feels as sturdy as any other foldable phone I've used. There's no creaking or crunching sound as I open and fold it, and once it's unfolded, it feels pretty rigid. Honor is claiming that the display uh, is creaseless when unfolded, uh, which is simply not true, as you can see from the photo above. But like us, it is photo above, and yeah, you can see the you can see the crease in the middle, yeah, same as most of the other ones. Um, uh, the VS screen sizes are unchanged compared to its predecessor. It's it's 7.9 inches with a 90 hertz refresh rate resolution and 2272 by 1984 uh, and peak brightness of 800 nits. Uh, with the external display uh, is 6 6.45 inches with a higher 120 hertz refresh rate and resolution of 2560 by 1080. Uh, so it's uh, it's not the it's pretty high spec, but not, not the, the refresh rates and stuff like that are, are a bit higher with uh, some of the other ones. But it's up there, it's up there with them. Uh, and if it's if it's a similar price to what it is in China, it'll be half the price of some of the ones here. So I I would be thinking maybe the ones say the Samsung Galaxy it's two two thousand two hundred or two thousand five hundred or something like that. Maybe the equivalent of that will be maybe one thousand five hundred, one thousand six hundred, something like that. And um uh, to try to compete and get in on the market. No, with um, with kind of winter, late autumn, winter kind of setting in, it's getting colder now. A lot of people are asking for energy saving tips uh, when it comes to. Um, their homes and things like that and uh, energy management so I was uh, searching and I found a kind of an article about that and uh, we'll see what they had to say about it energy saving tips for homeowners Um, research from Snyder Electric the leader in the digital transformation of energy management and automation has found that 90% of Irish homeowners have plans to boost the efficiency of their homes in winter and are willing to spend an average of €1,705 uh, on the necessary upgrades to do so. However, two-thirds, 61% of Irish homeowners don't know where to start. With a full retrofit costing as much as €75,000, it's clear that homeowners need to need help understanding where to prioritise investment. Uh, Energy-saving tips. So let's see what some of the tips they give. Uh, turning lights and appliances off when not in use. Uh, wearing warm clothing around the house rather than turning on the heating that does actually help sometimes or sometimes you only need heat in one room you know so um yeah often i do that if especially if i'm on my own i just uh throw a blanket uh if i'm on the couch or something after after coming home from work or after doing something uh, and and it you know i'd be going to bed soon if it's late at night and i'd be going to bed in half an hour anyway and you know it'd be warm enough there anyway i wouldn't bother turning on the heating or something like that uh saves a bit of oil and electricity and stuff like that uh reduce the use of appliances 
closing curtains and blinds before dark to retain, retain heat uh, I didn't think of that actually I suppose it would help a bit only heating certain rooms in the house uh, that's where it's handy to have uh, heating like that I suppose uh, I have the old fashioned one where I'd have to be turning off radiators and you know with the screw I don't even know if it's if it's a pump system that pumps it all around the house, so if I cut off one, will it cut off the ones after it, or is it individual? It might be individual. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I've never tried that, just turning off individual. Well, I do, actually. I have one of the ro- the spare room upstairs I don't use. I think I have the radiator turned off there. So I could, yeah, I could turn off individual ones. All right. Um, only, he- yeah, so that would be a way of doing it. Turning down the thermostat, uh, using more energy-efficient appliances. Uh, yeah, that does, there, you know, I, I was... I've started to become more that way, all right. Uh, especially with devices that create heat, you know, uh, the 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 ones that would be more efficient because the 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 heating devices are the the ones that use the most electricity. Uh, using a, f- a fire wood burner instead of central heating. Um, Investing in uh, draft. Ex- actually, speaking of using a fire burner instead of central heat, so I got an uh, an old stove. Uh, now it was a it was a normal stove, like an external. Do you know the one that sits outside of your um, outside of your um, uh, fireplace and has a pipe that goes back and up the chimney? Uh, but the internal, say, it was it was a fine stove on the outside, but the inside was more old fashioned and it had a small bit of this hard fire brick that was kind of broke up and it was kind of a it needed a upgrade and so what I did was I got a big sheet of fire brick and I kind of I had a look at some new, I actually went to a shop and had a look at some new stoves and um, saw how they were designed, even took a few pictures of the insides of them, how they look and things like that and I kind of bought a big sheet of fire brick and I kind of uh, refurbished an old stove uh, because they're very expensive as well yeah so I got the old stove and I kind of refurbished it I built the fire brick for it and there's this like a lace that goes around the door um, so I, I got new lace and put it on the door to kind of help to reseal the door I think that's the, the previous owner had it uh, it was kind of smoke was getting out into the into the open uh, so I kind of uh, changed out the lace and uh, I was able to kind of refurbish and give it another lease of life um, and make it and modernize it you know like it was the modern fire brick as well which is very good and uh, it's find it very good it's slower than an open fire because I had an open fire for years it's slower than an open fire for some reason to to get heated up um, but once it gets hot then it gets very hot and it kind of stays hot as well and it, it uses much less fuel as well uh, the open fire you'd be constantly thrown in whereas if you threw, put a fire log in that and a couple of bits and pieces it would keep burning for a couple of hours uh, so I find it does less use less fuel um, than, the, than the old open fire uh, using uh, so investig- investing in draft excluders and thicker curtains um, I suppose it, I, I do that naturally anyway because of the I like to have the blackout curtains so the light doesn't get in and things like that if you if you don't want it to so that, I suppose that helps alright uh, using a kettle rather than a hob to heat water uh, yeah I suppose it's fast alright and it, it, it gets it done a bit quicker so I often do do that actually for uh, different things like uh, noodles and things like that that are pretty instant you can actually just um instead of boiling them in the water and spending 10 minutes to do it just boil the kettle put them into the noodles and just kind of put a lid on top of them 
uh, in the boiling water and they'll kind of cook themselves in a couple of minutes um, some, especially some of the softer ones and things like that uh, so that's that's some good tips uh, the energy crisis helping to accelerate the retrofit market encouraging people to live more sustainable lives while the rising cost of energy bills is a key concern for Irish homeowners those uh, whose home is BERC and below in the next 12 months would be uh, willing to invest uh, on home efficiency upgrades however with tight funds homeowners are looking for a quick return on their investment with 65% wanting to see a return on their investment within 5 years so yeah I suppose if you spend a lot of money um to kind of make seal your home a bit when it comes to heat and things like that you'll want uh, you'll want to see savings in the in the electricity or savings in your heating in general so uh, yeah there's some good tips there they even give an idea of how much uh, you'll you'll actually save by by doing these different uh, using these tips switching appliances off in standby mode would save you 30 quid a year uh, switching off lights uh, when they're not necessary up to 12 quid a year washing at 30 degrees instead of higher and reducing use by one run a week is uh, could save up to 16 quid a year avoiding using the tumble dryer an annual saving of 35 quid uh, switching one bath a week for a four minute shower could save 19 quid a year uh, fitting an aerator and not overfilling the kettle uh, annual saving of 36 um, insulating the hot water cylinder annual saving of 65 I think most people have uh, probably insulation on their hot water tank uh, so yeah there's lots of different tips there over on um, Silicon Republic it's reported that pro-Russian group Kilnet has reportedly claimed responsibility for the attack cyber attack attack on the European Parliament um, immediately after the Russia vote. Um, the, the department clear, declared Russia a state sponsor of terrorism and uh, d- directly after that there, were, there, were, there was a cyber attack on them by Kilnet. The European Parliament website uh, was hit by a sophisticated cyber attack reportedly carried out by a pro-Russia hacker group. Uh, the cyber attack came soon after the Parliament uh, passed a resolution declaring Russia a state sponsor of terrorism after the country recently attacked Ukrainian civilian targets again reportedly killing at least seven people. Uh, Dia Shenzova, uh, the parliamentary vice president responsible for cyber security, tweeted that the parliament was subject to a sophisticated cyber attack just moments after the resolution was passed yesterday uh, and that pro-Russian hackers have claimed responsibility. Our IT experts are pushing back against it and are protecting our systems, uh, tweeted European Parliament President Roberta Metzola after the attack. Uh, this after we proclaimed Russia as a state sponsor of terrorism. Uh, uh, and so, and she responded, Slava Ukraini. Um, Kilnet, the pro-Russian group, which has declared war on several European countries, uh, claimed responsibility for the DDoS attack, uh, in which a server is overwhelmed with traffic intentionally. Uh, on its Telegram channel, Bloomberg, Bloomberg reports, uh, the tactic is a favourite among Russian hackers. An unnamed senior European Parliament official told Politico in the aftermath of the cyber attack that it might be the most sophisticated attack that the Parliament has known so far. 
they aren't the only ones. CyberSafe CEO uh, Oz Alshay uh, said that the attack is a reminder of how vulnerable many of us are when it comes to cybersecurity. Oftentimes, the network being used to initiate these attacks has been compromised due to poor cybersecurity, hygiene, awareness, and behavior. However, there are ways to prepare. Um, Alash. He said that some of the ways in which organizations such as the Parliament can protect themselves is by increased net network security, continually monitoring web traffic and using multiple servers that are difficult to attack at once. Uh, more importantly, however, the event highlights the need for cybersecurity to be treated as an active process rather than a compliance exercise. Uh, it institutes, uh, if institutes like the European Parliament are vulnerable, they aren't the only ones. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 very true. Uh, it's very dangerous nowadays, especially in times of war, because uh, war isn't just uh, just on the, the the fields nowadays. It's it's cyber as well. So, uh, Irish HR tech startup raises 2.5 million to provide tailored employee benefits. Uh, since its founding in 2016, Epitone has supported more than 1,000 businesses across the world. It has teams in Ireland, the UK, Australia, and New York. Epitone a Dublin headquartered HR tech startup has secured funding from VC firm um, Venture Capital firm Delta Partners to bring its platform to more markets. Uh, the 2.5 million euro sum it got from Delta Partners now brings the company's total funding day to date to 3.75 million. They were founded in 2016 by David Kilden, Neil Fallon, Fallon and Ernest Legrand. Uh, it has it helps uh, companies to manage their employee benefits without incurring huge costs. The company employs a team of experts in benefits, insurance and financial advice. It also has a regulated insurance brokerage. Uh, its tech gives users an insight into how their benefits offerings uh, are performing with its people analytics module, which creates automated reports. Uh, Epitome was recently shortlisted in Deloitte's Technology Fast 50 in recognition of its growth and innovation over the last two years. Uh, so that's very good. It's good to see Irish companies doing well um, and competing on an international um, international uh, level with other companies and speaking of Irish companies Irish quantum physicists Singapore based company is hiring in Dublin Horizon Quantum Computing is recruiting for at least 10 roles in Dublin with the city to be a focus for software engineering in particular uh, Horizon Quantum Computing uh, a Singapore based company founded by Irishman Dr. Joe Fitzsimmons is planning to expand into Dublin the new Dublin office will be the company's first base outside of Singapore. It will look to serve customers in Europe and attract talent from the region. Uh, speaking to SiliconRepublic.com, Fitzsimmons confirmed that there are at least 10 positions earmarked for Ireland with the possibility of more. Uh, recruitment is already underway for several roles in Dublin with the region to be a focus for software engineering. So it's good to see these Irish companies and Irish-led companies and things doing well around the world in tech. So, And I think that's a good way to end our show for today. I hope you've enjoyed Tech Thursday. We've covered a lot today. Um, as always, you can call 069-66200 or you can text or WhatsApp 087 and you can email myself patrick102fm at gmail.com any questions you might have and I'll answer them on the next show thanks for listening that's been Tech Thursday uh, this will also be available as a podcast on all your favourite uh, podcast apps and uh, I'll talk to you again next week
You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. <laughs> 